everyone, it's Natasha Toddy Weston, entrepreneur, content creator, and three times best-selling author. Let's scratch the titles. I'm just the girl next door. If you follow me on social media, you know I'm all about being an open book, bringing current events from the real world and my world to the table to give my sisters from other misters insight, wisdom, and real talk about life, business, and all that other ish. The reason I created Table Talk with Toddy is because I've spent the last decade mostly online talking to people, more specifically millennial women all around the world about the ups and downs that come with building a brand, being a mom, and having a personal life. And what I eventually realized was that we all have many of the same questions, curiosities, and challenges. So here we are. On the Table Talk with Toddy podcast, we'll laugh, we'll cry, and I'm pretty sure we'll be pouring it up together on many occasions. It's about time that you got a relatable, unapologetic view on life as a creative living in the 21st century. On this show, you'll hear from some of my close friends, family, and guests that I've learned a thing or two from over the last decade. Get ready for some ahas, mm-hmms, and yes girls, because at this table, nothing, and I mean nothing, is off limits. Be sure to subscribe to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast right now on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. Hey, hey, welcome to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast. I am your host, Natasha Toddy Weston. Welcome to the show. If you are an oldie but a goodie, shout out to you. Thank you so much for coming back by to hang with the girl today. If you are a new listener... Welcome to the fam bam. So happy to have you here. Let me know either down in the comment section or leave me a comment on Facebook or Instagram and let me know how you found out about us so I can give you an extra special warm welcome. So welcome back to the podcast. Today is episode 81 and I want to talk to you a little bit more about storytelling. I don't know. I've kind of been on like a tangent about storytelling here this season. So you guys seem to be super intrigued and interested in the topic. So I figure why not. And then I wanted to kind of give you guys a little bit of an exclusive about I want to say back in November, I invited a hand picked group of women who are amazing supporters of mine who have purchased several of my programs, webinars, digital products, books, they're just kind of like my amen corner. Y'all know who y'all are. Um, handpicked a few of them to join me on a private Zoom call. I want to say it was in November. And we talked about storytelling. I got to learn more about their personal stories. I got to um, share with them again my story if they, you know, didn't know. But I think most of them knew. However, the whole purpose was to talk about storytelling and find out directly what problems or challenges they were having as it pertained to showing up online and sharing their story with the world in hopes of building a brand that was not only profitable, but one that was transparent enough to where people could grow with them, no matter what season of life they were in, no matter what business offer or venture they had in front of them, um, you know, to tell their story in a way that built relationship with their um, community, especially online. So today I want to share with you how to tell your story so that it resonates with the right people. How to tell your story, especially online, so that it resonates with the right people. So one of the questions that I get all the time um, at Talks About Media 
is, well, I mean, obviously I have a story, but how do I know what part to tell? How do I know how to tell the story? And so what I'm getting ready to share with you is definitely something that I share with my clients. So I'm bringing y'all the tea bringing out all the tea, so super excited. But before we get into today's episode, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button, make sure you turn on the notification bell so that you do not miss any upcoming uploads. I wanna say we have about three more episodes left for season seven, so season seven is almost over. Seems like we just got started, right? Um, So yeah, turn on the notification bell. If you are listening to the podcast, make sure you hit the subscribe button as well, because I think we have a new model. If Karen Civil can do it, so can you. So make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you rate and review the show. Those reviews mean the world to me. And then of course, I want to feature you on our pages. So make sure you, you know, drop us a little line or two over on Apple Podcasts. So again, today we are going to talk about how to tell your story so that it resonates with the right people. I'm gonna dive a little bit into the common, oh, I wanna target and talk to everybody line that's a lot of new, especially online entrepreneurs tend to throw around there, which is just so incredibly, it just makes me uh, cringe. But I got you though, I got you. So grab your pen, grab your paper. Don't forget we are streaming on Amazon Music, one of the very first podcasts to grace the amazing platform. So shout out to Amazon Music for making us a part of their family. We're obviously streaming on iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere that podcasts are available, we are there. You can also check us out on tabletalkwithtati.com. Um, catch up on past episodes there as well. So grab your pen, grab your paper. Let's go ahead and dive in. Here's the first way to tell your story so that it resonates with the right people. And the first point is to speak your native language. I know, I know that seems obvious, right? But if you were born in America and your parents spoke English, they taught you English, why are you out here speaking Spanish to people who don't understand Spanish? I think that's the simplest way that I could put this point (laughs) is to speak in your native language. And guys, I wish someone had told me this. 10 plus years ago when I popped up online talking about I was going to start a blog and I was going to do all of these things. And then you look at people that you admire and then you just assume that you're supposed to talk like Oprah or that you're supposed to talk like Cardi or that you're supposed to talk like the city girls. If the city girls ain't your tea, if they're not your personality, if that's not your vibe, your thing, if that's not the language that you speak off camera to your friends, then you should probably not be speaking that language online. Now y'all know I'm a huge City Girl fan. Y'all gonna hear a little Cardi B because that's my personality. I talk that way to my friends. I talk that way to my cousins. And I definitely talk that way to y'all. So every now and again, y'all might hear a little trap music, a little City Girl, a little, you know, y'all gonna hear that because that's a part of my native language. And to be quite honest, it's super exhausting when you are speaking one language offline and then turning around and speaking another language online. So it will definitely get tiring and eventually you will show yourself out and nobody wants to do that so if you hear nothing else that I say today the first way to tell your story so that it resonates with the right people is to speak your native language because when people can understand you what happens they talk back to you and so don't be out here speaking Chinese um what did city girl say um 
all those languages that y'all probably didn't even know existed don't be talking those languages if your people are not gonna understand those languages so fun story fun fun story and then we'll move on a couple of months back my son had just taken a shower he got out of the shower he was drying off getting ready to put on his pajamas and he yells out i don't know why my neck keeps on dribbling and i laughed because i automatically understood what he was saying not because I speak that language, not because I express what he meant in that way, but because I'm around him enough to understand. However, if there were other kids in the room, they would have totally understood what he said because they're, they're around the same age. They speak the same language. They're still at that age where they're trying to articulate what they're trying to express, what they're trying to get out of their mouth verbally. What he meant was that he didn't understand why his neck kept dripping of water as he was drying off. But he said, I don't know why my neck keeps dribbling. So this reminded me of how sometimes we talk a completely different language than is what than what is native to us. And that causes confusion, that causes um, misinterpretation a lot of times, that causes people to just completely miss what our message is online. So that's the first point. That's the first way to tell your story in a way that resonates with the right people is to speak your native language language. The second way to tell your story in a way that resonates with others is to put shame and unworthiness away. And this is most definitely one of those things that is easier said than done. I'm raising my hand because I've been there. There have been lots of moments that have been shameful, losing your house and foreclosures several times, um, you know, being evicted several times, being you know, broke, no money in the bank, negative bank accounts. Like, I mean, the, the whole nine, you named it, right? And um, I was sharing with a friend the other day a story that I used to be ashamed to tell. And it was the story about when Tyler was just one, barely a week old, fresh out of the hospital. And we got home and we had like a couple of days to move. We had to find a moving truck, eviction. And you know, after you have a baby, you're not supposed to be lifting things, let alone moving. Well, I was on the back of a moving truck because we had no time to get in a new place. Thankfully, we had a new place, but we had to actually move. And I was sharing with her, that was just like the first really tough patch I had as a single mom. And then, you know, there have been times where I didn't know how I was going to feed him and how embarrassing it was to reach out to even people who were my close friends and say, hey, I'm broke and I don't know how I'm going to feed my child. And she resonated with that story, not because she had experienced that, but because she was in a space where it would have been possible for her to go through the same thing um, or through the same challenge. And so when you think about things that make you shame, ashamed or things that you feel unworthy about, I want you to consider talking directly to the people who will find value in the things that you've been through and or have already experienced, right? Because ultimately, that's who your story is for in this season. And so don't try to you know, paint another type of story, a picture that you've really never experienced or haven't made it over because that's really not going to resonate with people in a way that's going to make an impact. And so I could say a lot about shame and unworthiness. It's we're human. It's natural for us to not want to reveal certain parts of our lives. But I definitely say when you are feeling those moments of shame and unworthiness, really think about the people who are going to benefit the most from it and how it's going to help you eventually to get to your end goal. 
Another thing that you want to think about is think about all of the people that have written New York bestseller books, people who we look up to, people who we admire. These people have also gone through shameful and unworthy moments where they felt like, why me or how me? And now we're selling out their books. We're beating the door down to buy their music. We are trying to get front row seats to any chance to experience them telling their story live, whatever that may look like. And so now when I am having those moments where I feel like I should be ashamed of something or I feel unworthy to be in a certain room, I always, always, always think about who is this for? And the reason why I may have experienced that thing. The third way to tell your story in a way that it resonates with others is to please you guys. Please, please, please stop saying that you're trying to tell your story to everyone. Let me just be completely frank. Everyone is not going to care. Everybody's not going to care. So why in the world would you try to tell your story to everyone? So this is how, let me, let me give y'all a little secret. The way that you get your story to circulate beyond your lips is to speak your native language, put shame and unworthiness away, and don't tell your story to everyone, tell it to someone. What this does is it allows your story to personally connect with someone who is going to benefit. And what does that person do? They go and tell 50 other people. Let me give y'all a real life example. And I had no plans on even sharing this, but wow. Okay, so I was in an Uber the other night, headed to my brother's house. We were just kicking it, right? And I hopped in the Uber and the first thing the Uber driver did was ask me, what did I do for a living? So after I told him what I did for a living, obviously, conversation. I asked him what he did for a living. Um, I couldn't see his face or anything. I asked him if he was retired or any. I don't know why I said, but he wasn't old enough to retire, long story short. But he ended up telling me the story about how he pretty much his wife of, I think, 17 or 18 years left him when he came to her one day and said, hey, I want to really work on building a closer relationship with God. I don't know why, but that turns this off. And she asked for a divorce. Well, they got separated. He waited a good year thinking that she would come around. She didn't. They got divorced. Then his brother's wife was, she died and left the son without a mother. So because he was just kind of in a place where he just was feeling a little lonely, not really sure which direction his life was getting ready to head in since the divorce, he decided to move to the state that his brother and nephew lived in, helped his brother raise the nephew. Long story short, he ended up meeting his wife who at the same time, same year, same month that him and his wife had got divorced, his now wife, his second wife was in the same city he lived in. How ironic getting divorced from her now ex-husband. And like, he just told me the whole story of how everything came around. And what did I do? I came home and told my mom. Um, I told everybody that I thought would be interested in the story. And I'm sure my mom has probably already told somebody else the story. Do you see how that works? And, and the story resonated with me, not because I had experienced any of those things, but I do know what it's like to start over. So that was the personal connection that that story had with me. Um, and there were a lot of other elements of that story that just kind of gripped me. And so I was just, I mean, it was a no brainer for me to say, hey, I got to share the story with someone else. As a matter of fact, before I got out of the Uber, I told him, I was like, I've got to share this story to the best of my memory with somebody else because it just resonated with me so. And so this is why you cannot focus on telling your story to everyone. It's no point in it. You need to figure out 
who you're talking to so that you can pull out bits and pieces of your story that resonates with that particular type of person. No, all of your experiences will not mirror someone else's life, but there are always bits and pieces of any story that will resonate with somebody. And this is why it's important, again, and you've heard it from everybody probably know who you are talking to because when you know who you're talking to you know what to say what not to say you know what's going to penetrate their heart what's going to turn them off you know all of these things and so you're able to look at your life story as a whole and all of the different seasons that you've been in and say okay this part may not really matter that much to them but this part definitely will and then you really hone in on that storyline and you tell that thing so you can't tell it anymore and what happens is you get this confidence that you didn't even know you had people see that confidence they feel that energy and then now they're going to tell people and this is how you get brand ambassadors this is how you build a loyal community rather it's on and offline but it's definitely super duper effective online that is the third way to start telling your story in a way that it resonates with the right people you gotta know who you're talking to so you know which part of your ginormous story that you need to pull out and tell people the right people. So the fourth way to start telling your story in a way that resonates with others is to speak up. Speak up. There are things that y'all already know I'm not down for and there are things that y'all know I'm all the way down for. Women's empowerment, women's equal pay, um, women's rights in general, y'all know I am 1000% behind. I don't care what it is, I am behind it. And then y'all know there are certain things that I'm not for, right? I'm not for domestic violence. I am not for um, women putting themselves second. I am for single moms standing up and doing whatever it is they got to do to make a better life for them and their children. Y'all already know what I'm for and what I'm not, what I'm not for. And that is because I have learned to speak up. So stand for something and make it known. You cannot be for everything. And the beautiful thing about online is that everybody's opinion can be as loud as you want it to be. You could turn the volume up on that thing as loud as you want to, but nobody's going to hear you if your volume is turned all the way down, right? If you are whispering your stance, if you are, you know, tippy-toeing behind issues, nobody's going to hear your voice. And so you got to turn the volume up and speak up very loud. And whenever the opportunity presents itself, whatever that thing is for you, that really triggers you that you really are an advocate for. It could be politics. It could be women's equality. It could be education. It could be whatever it is. Make sure that your voice is being heard in that area because this is how people will also connect with your story. Because nine times out of 10, if you are really super passionate about a subject matter, whether it's politics, women's equality, education, then nine times out of 10, there's some part of your story that directly correlates with that thing that you're super passionate about. And this is very important because people want to hear your voice. People want to know that you're a leader and not a follower, right? And so every chance I get, I'm speaking about it. Anytime I can partner with people to talk about an issue. That's why I'm always speaking as a part of Women's Empowerment Group. That's why it was such an honor when the White House recognized me for my work in gender equality in 2016 at the United States of Women's Summit. That's why that was such a big deal is because I've spent so many years speaking up um, about certain issues, about certain things that I believed in. And my audience resonated with that. So... 
Anytime you get the opportunity, speak up, stand for something and make it known, create content around it and find ways to infiltrate your story and issues that also matter to them. A lot of people are looking to you to stand up and say something so that they can get the courage to stand up and say something as well. And so think about what things really trigger you and what things you are super passionate about and learn to just start speaking up on those things a little bit more. So those are the, I want to say four, we went over four things, right? (laughs) Those are the four ways to start telling your story so that it resonates with others. Quick recap, speaking your native language, Put shame and unworthiness away. Don't tell your story to appeal to everyone. Tell it to appeal to someone. And last but not least, speak up. All right. So this was a short and sweet episode. I wanted to get straight to the point. These are tips that you can start incorporating right now. Don't wait until 2022 or beyond or until you set New Year's resolutions or do spring cleaning or none of that. It is time to now start incorporating these things. And I promise you, you will start to see a shift in how people are connecting with you both on and offline, but most importantly, online. So that wraps today's show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget, if you have not done so yet, go to NatashaWeston.com and download the free content playbook where I share my three C's content creation process something exclusive that I used to only share with clients. I also share with you 30 plus experiences that you can create content around on social media, no matter what industry you are in. It is 100% free. All you got to do is hop over to natashaweston.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and you will see the option to put your name and email in. Last but not least, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you are not already doing so. Leave a review. Let me know what you thought about today's show. And lastly, make sure you share this episode with a friend. Until next time, I will see you in the next episode.